Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome to another workout for you to row along to. Now today's row is going to be one of these nice low intensity, bottom tier, fitness building, calorie burning, all the best selling things. And even a dog likes it. rows that you can get out there, okay? Because what we're going to do is just a straight 30 minutes row. There's going to be no rest in it, but we're going to split it into six minute chunks. We're going to go 18 strokes a minute, then 20, then 22, then back down to 20 and back down to 18 again. So a nice stroke rate pyramid and our pace is going to change with it. Now, start off around about 5 out of 10 intensity which if you have a 2k training pace it's right about 2k plus 20 then as you go up to 20 strokes a minute I want you to go two seconds faster and then at 22 I want you to go two seconds faster still and then as you come back down the other end of the pyramid for stroke rates I want you to slow down those two seconds should make a lot of sense okay so this is a great workout to put in between week uh, three session one and week uh, three session three that's what we are so it's week three session two of the 1k plan it gives you a little bit of spice uh, but it's also that kind of bottom tierish okay so it's a good one to put in for the 1k trust me so before we get anywhere near that we have to get into a four minute warm-up and before we can even do that we have to set up our machine now on the concept two that means getting your drag factor set properly first if you know about drag factor set it to round about 130 and then adjust from there if you kind of don't know anything about it then just set your lever between uh four and five okay that's the simplest thing to do okay too high is the problem <laughs> too low is not all those little white fairy things flying around next up uh, go to your monitor and if you can set it at eye height so you don't have to look up don't have to look down and finally set those foot stretchers so that as you come to the front of the machine your feet or your shin sorry are in a nice vertical position all right and last thing to say is if you're not in a concept two just set your intensity or resistance so you get a nice feel from the stroke but it doesn't feel like you have to heave against it right I'm not entirely sure if I'm leaning slightly to the right tonight so have to find out once I start rowing whether something else hurts maybe that's why I've uh, I damaged my intercostal when trying to record session one anyway so we get into this yes 20 strokes a minute ish and I just want you to think about a push from your feet and connecting to the handle and then you can increase the in intensity after a minute right here we go then in three two one let's start so just think about it, it's almost like you're just standing up, okay? Say you're like holding a box and you're standing up. That's the amount of intensity I want you to put into the row for the time being. As you think about pushing your feet into the foot plates and trying to get your hands snapping into the flywheel or the water wheel at the same time. And that's how you get the power from your legs into the machine it helps if you've got a forwards tilt and your arms are straight and if you hold that forwards tilt and straight arms that power from your legs just surges accelerates into the machine and so with this first minute gone you can now think about surging a little bit more just push a little bit harder don't really want to go past 5 out of 10 effort though or run about 2k plus 18 at 20 strokes a minute 
Remember, it's a warm up, not a very fast up. <laughs> now, this 2K training pace thing is based on rowing a 2K time trial and dividing the resulting time by four. That gives you your average pace to cover 500 meters. And that's your 2K training pace. So if you did it in 8.20, your 2K training pace would be 2.05. Right. Two more strokes. Last one. Let's take one foot out, put it on the ground. Continue rowing. So still think about a good push from the leg that's still strapped in. I don't want you to change your technique too much just because you're rowing with only one leg. Still come forward so that your shin is vertical. Nice forward tilt, straight arms. Last one here. Swap feet. Continue rowing. So straight arms, forwards tilt, and still take that full leg drive. Get your leg down, nice soft lock at the back. Push, get that power in. Two more, one more. And let's put both feet back in, legs straight, roll with your back and arms. So swing over your back, pull in your arms. Out with your arms, swing over your back. Simple. <laughs> I say simple, I'm joking. This is one of the hardest things for people to get used to, is that feeling of getting the back and then arms. People want to pull with their arms first. Two more strokes, one more. Let's roll to the front. I'll tighten my straps in the way. Straight arms, forwards tilt and just press out from the front. Not too much power, because all I want you to do is concentrate on holding this forwards tilt and straight arms as you push with your legs. Okay, so push and hold that position. Push, hold. Okay. One more. And that's what allows you to push then swing over your back and then pull in with your arms. If you swing first, then you've lost that part. It's a simple order. <laughs> right, keep moving up down the rail, have a quick drink. I'll explain one more time what we're doing today and then we'll get into our main session. Okay then, so today's session is a nice, simple, low intensity with a tiny little bit of spice in the middle of it because what we're going to do is a pyramid of stroke rates. We're going to go 18, 20, 22, 20, 18. And your pace is going to start right about 5 out of 10 intensity, which is around about 2k plus 20 for a 2k training pace point of view. Then you're going to go 2 seconds faster for the 20 strokes a minute. And then at 22, I want you to go 2 seconds faster still. And then of course you're going to slow down as you come back down the other end of the pyramid. So that middle section is going to be a little bit more intense than a typical proper full-on bottom tier low intensity workout but that little rise is actually super cool, okay? So let's get into this. We're gonna start off at 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 20 pace. Just follow me for stroke rate, either on the video or on the podcast. You can just listen to the whoosh of my flywheel, okay? Just start my watch for the rope. Sunglasses on. You ready for this? Let's go then. In three, two, one, and we're off. 
Right, so 18s can just take a little bit, just like five or six strokes to get the rhythm right. Just because it is a lot slower than you may be used to. But remember, it's all still based on a powerful drive from the front, okay? So power out from the front and then take your time to recover. And it's a good thing about this stroke, right? It's just like you can slow down and concentrate on how you recover. So you get, you drive to the back, arms away, tilt forwards, knees. So your knees stay down while your arms come away from your body and your hips, or you tilt forwards over your hips. So I drive, knees are down, now I bend. Knees are down, now I bend. So that means is that the slide itself is actually very similar in pace between drive and recovery. But there's a period as you are shifting the momentum from backwards to forwards again, where you're not sliding at all. This isn't to be confused with the drill where you hold the handle and then you return. It can be a useful drill, that one, if you want to analyze how you finish your stroke. If you want to take a second to think, how high am I finishing with the handle? All right, sternum height, good, good. Or how deep the layback am I finishing in? Which actually, when I do this as a drill, I know I'm a lot deeper than if I'm just rowing normally. It's already, it's fake. Or you could concentrate on are my knees down in a soft lock? Am I pointing my toes towards the front of the screen, the, the machine? Are my wrists flat? Yep, ish. <laughs> but they are all part of a drill, but not how you should actually be rowing. So the danger is that if you pause, then in order to get back in time for 18 strokes a minute, I need to race towards the front of the machine 
And actually, it's a lot of hard work doing that. Like bracing that hold at the back and then launching yourself forwards. Whereas if you can use your body's momentum to take you forwards by releasing the handle and tilting forwards over your hips and all you have to do is bend your knees as you come as well as as your hands are past them and your hips have tilted forwards and you'll effortlessly slide towards the front of the machine all right tacked by fly there it's a problem we're doing these rows in the evening you start to get the flies and the, the seeds flying in the air okay so I've somehow managed to spend five and a half minutes just talking about not pausing <laughs> at the back of the stroke and we're almost done with our first stroke rate so in five strokes time we're going to go up to 20s so just push a little bit harder you should go a tiny bit faster so here we go a little bit harder of a push gives you a faster drive phase and then when you complement that with a slightly faster recovery phase that should take your stroke rate up and as a result of that extra power whoa she made me jump <laughs> I jumped out my skin then it's like the gym I used to work out I know I was saying yeah I kind of said how your pace and rate will go up the gym I used to go to when I was working out of an edit suite instead of working from home they had one of those big slam boxes the thing's just like a box but it's as heavy as a tractor tire and the whole point is you flip it over very good training unfortunately they had it behind the rowing machines and right next to so basically six feet behind me I'd be rowing concentrating on something like this and then there'd be an almighty wallop sound as someone flipped over this box and I mean proper like a gunshot going off 
played crikey. I'd actually, a couple of times, I'd twang my lower back because of that sudden kind of ooh, scare I'd get. I just had that when the dog barked. Same thing happened. So, hopefully, you have hit your stroke rate and pace in case you're being eagle-eyed on my metrics you may have noticed I'm kind of saving now and then if I'm hitting 2k plus 18 at 203 but I'm kind of closer to 204 205 right now because I actually started to record week three session one first got a tiny bit into it and felt my intercostal start to go if there's one thing I've learnt is that my intercostals start to flare up I need to stop doing what I'm doing and so I decided to still go ahead and row and make today's session but or make the next day's session it's very confusing but drop the intensity in order to protect myself from injury and so far all is good so let's just hope it continues this way and that nothing niggles I don't want to get 15 minutes <laughs> into this and then have to stop this one as well that would be disappointing but the reason I'm talking about this is that I want you to be sensible especially on the 1k plan which involves some proper 100% effort sessions that if you have any body niggles like I have or if you feel like you scraped the energy barrel then either consider swapping to a bottom tier row if it's a top to your day or just consider taking a day off take a rest day don't be a slave to your diary okay three two one let's push a little bit harder still let's do it again 
Spin and jump. Push a little bit harder still. It's like, it was exactly six minutes ago she barked at me last time. So when you push a little bit harder, that drive should be a little bit quicker. And as being at these low rates, you want to be at a two to one ratio of drive to recovery, where your drive is twice as fast as your recovery. That means that when your drive goes faster, your recovery goes a little bit faster too. And that is how you get up to 22. So it's not about the same pace, drive, and then a quicker recovery. It's not about a much faster drive and a slower recovery. It's like a dance. Everything feeds into the next bit. So it's a rhythm. As your stroke rate goes up, that ratio gets closer to a one-to-one. -one. So like, if I'm rowing at 30 strokes a minute, I'm closer to a one-to-one -one ratio. So one second drive, one second recover. But the key is still that you get the power in through the drive and that you try to have some kind of fluid motion through your stroke. And usually that comes from the hands. So that's why as we started, I was talking about the, how you get your hands away and then rock over your hips. Because that in out of your hands is where your rhythm comes from. And it's another reason why holding the handle stopped is something I don't recommend because it disturbs the flow, the rhythm. So as long as you can get your hands away and your hip tilt done before you bend your knees, all is good. And really, if you're the kind of person who struggles with low rate rowing, and that's what to concentrate on, is the hands away and the forward tilt before the knee bend. That's what takes up recovery time. Or 
if you struggle with higher rates then just think about your hands away but not you're not throwing that away okay there's no rhythm here so just in and then release it can take a moment for your arms to go straight <clears throat> okay where are we do my maths 13 12 to go which means just over a minute you should hopefully just have felt the intensity go up a tiny bit as you hit these 22s but not so much that you feel you couldn't go on like you shouldn't be here like desperate for the next 40 seconds to be over to get to the slow down 20s you should just be like all right you start to ease off but all is good and it's a good way to recover but also just by keeping a little bit of spice to the row two more strokes one more and let's slow it down to 20 and ease off your pace by two seconds so what you should find is that you just go a little bit softer with the legs not so soft that you fall off more than two seconds but should still feel softer but have a quick technique debrief while you've slowed down as you come forwards are you just sliding until your shins are vertical you're not going past you're not stopping short you are at the right vertical stage to be able to push that power in to the machine Put your arms straight as you come forwards fingers hooked over the handle and that's really important because if you have a death grip on the handle not only will you be unduly tense and tension just wastes energy 
not only are you risking blisters because of that tight grip and because your hands don't have any <coughs> air circulating around them <coughs> sorry that would be one of those seeds <coughs> but you're also losing power and length you're losing power because you're not quite you don't have a solid line of power going into your hands and into the handle but length the difference between out and tight around about an inch maybe and trust me you want all the length you can safely get from the front of the machine if you have a sloppy connection sorry to use the word sloppy but at the front of the machine but try to make up for it by finishing like this you're fooling yourself if you can get good power from your legs more connection from the front of the machine you'll go a lot faster and more importantly efficiently faster by connecting a good amount of length from the front of the machine to a natural finish whereas if you miss the front of the machine and then finish high not only are you losing all of that leg power that you could be putting into the machine it's now all coming from my upper body and because of that deep layback it's a lot of hard work and my lower back is really not enjoying this so I'm going to go back to normal putting in the same perceived push amount of effort into each stroke and I've gone from 209 pace to 205 and it's a lot more comfortable I could do this forever certainly couldn't do the other stroke forever and that's because here that's how much connection I'm getting from the handle and pushing with my feet so I'm connected to the stroke from here to the back here to here and I don't have to finish up here okay two more strokes one more Ugh. 
That was unpleasant. Try and remember that right at this point is when I swallowed another seed. Try and mute my disgusting noises. Anyway, back down to A-teams. When you get a chance to say that, hopefully you knew. And two seconds slower. Now I'm way off pace right now because I'm too busy trying to get <laughs> that seed out from the back of my throat. Yep. Ugh. Maybe I should make a wish. I do hope whatever weed that was <clears throat> doesn't make a home for itself in my stomach or my lungs. Maybe it's just programs like Grey's Anatomy or House or whatever other medical drama is popular right now that have people with foliage growing in their lungs. Maybe that doesn't actually happen. But you know what? I'd still take the frustration of flies and seeds and still be able to be outside rowing in early September. It's a beautiful evening. Don't know how good it looks for you because the sun is setting kind of over there. So I don't know how much in silhouette. I now am. So, just continue at a nice 2k plus 20-ish pace. Basically the same pace you were at the first time round on this interval. And just don't think about overdoing it. Don't go too hard. Remember, session one was really tough. Need to talk about it as though I've already done it. <laughs> Session three will be really tough. So you need to use this row as a little recovery in between. Chance to work on technique, to flush your muscles, get your body moving, still have a good old workout but not work out so hard that you are robbing yourself of fuel and power that you're going to need for session three of week three. There's no point pushing a slow row fast only to leave yourself doing a fast row slow. If you're looking for performance improvements, that's the wrong thing to do. If you're just out for a fun row, then okay. I mean, you could, you could start today's row at 2K plus 15 
and then go up to 12 for the 20s and 9 for the 22s and turn it into a monster of a workout but that's not how it's planned within the 1k plan the point is that these get you fit enough to last the race and the fast ones get you fast enough to win the race <laughs> that's my audition to be a motivational speaker okay then so I've only got a minute to go quick discussion about my dinner plans I'm gonna finish this row then it's sausage pasta tonight very simple kids love it just chop up some sausages a nice sauce made from Philadelphia garlic cream cheese and some English mustard just a little bit maybe some Liam Perrins a couple of drops of that pour it over some pasta ta-da you're done a little bit of garlic bread maybe that'll refuel my energy stores ready for tomorrow and we're done oh, so there you go so that was just a simple half hour nothing special about it at all it was just getting the body moving I slowed right down for the back end of that because well didn't need to go fast and I was protecting my side which the good news is didn't come back to haunt me at all within today's row so that's always good news when you have a little bit of a twinge of an injury but then it doesn't come to anything it's like a get out of jail free right I'm just going to wash down the various things that ended up in my mouth <laughs> we'll get into a two minute cool down <sighs> okay you ready? Let's do this run about 20 strokes a minute around about the same intensity you did the warm-up at, okay? In three, two, one, go. Now, I've said before, after rows like today's, that maybe you think, you know, not. I don't know if I need to cool down after a row like that. I'm not entirely, like, hot. And, yep, you're possibly right. However, it's important to get into the habit of cooling down. If you know that you've always got a little two minute at the end, just to let your muscles just ease, flush out any <coughs> carbon dioxide still in your muscles and your blood and all that stuff. But it's more important to get in the habit so that if you've just done a really tough session you know to do a cool down so today if you wandered off probably wouldn't do any no real ill effects but if you do a complete maximum effort everything's burning 
not only if you don't cool down your heart rate basically just goes ah <clears throat> goes from working flat out to nothing not nothing that would be like that would be very bad <clears throat> but if you can just slow that straight line from maximum to resting in a nice curve by doing a cool down it's a lot healthier for you for your heart and for your muscles means you're not leaving deoxygenated blood or anything in them and that's how you get muscle soreness and it's just worth it just consolidating your technique continuing to move up and down right one more stroke right now usually I do a session where I stretch on the machine however today uh, I'm just going to let Stretchy John do it um, just because I want to stretch on my own so I can protect my side so if you want to join in some stretching Stretchy John is up there and he'll take you through some guided stretching um, yeah and you should be able to do that you don't really have to find a mat you can do most of them just by sitting on the machine anyway so just follow him through some guided stuff or do whatever you need to do for you because like I said in my case I have to very carefully make sure and just open out maybe do, do some some myofacial facial release where you just kind of help the muscle kind of just un I get the feeling of whatever I did it's nice it's like a it's like a 737 going over the top not entirely sure yeah I think so anyway yeah I think my the muscles have just kind of like gnarled up on themselves and I just need to kind of massage it out stretch it a little bit because it doesn't feel like it's pulled it just feels like it just hit that twinge enough to stop so that's why you stretch and things so I would at this point say make sure and stretch at least your hamstrings or your quads if you're not going to do anything but chances are those folks have already scurried off into <laughs> into the distance anyway but hopefully you've seen enough of my videos that you know the importance of doing some kind of stretching okay whether it's what stretchy john is doing or whether it's just a quick brief quads or hamstrings or something it's entirely up to you but trust me just like a cool down stretching is quite important and can help so there we go, so that was week three, session three of the 1K plan. Whether you did this part of the 1K plan or whether it was just a standalone row that you did decide to do tonight, I hope you enjoyed it. That pyramid of stroke rates and the intensity is just makes it a bit more interesting to be honest, but especially for one of these low intensity bottom tier rows, they can be a bit dull. If you just sit down for half an hour and, and row, it can be a bit dull which is kind of the point of my videos to be honest it's just i'm here to keep you company whether you listen to everything i say about technique or whatever or whether i'm just white noise in your ear or whether you don't even listen to me and you just watch me going backwards and forwards and match my stroke rate i don't know but if it keep, gets you to get through a session if you would get to the end of this session you wouldn't normally because it's usually you'd be like oh i'm not going to do that but just by watching that buffoon going back and forth on screen it keeps you on the machine my job's done all right if i can get you to roll for longer my job's done okay obviously i'd like it if you had performance increases if your um, technique improved and whatever as well by listening to me that'd be even better but if i can just get you to roll for longer that's all that matters after all you're just rowing along with me this is kind of why i'm here this all started off as kind of i just wanted to get people more people in the machine and then it became a little bit of rehab for me just as once i got injured i needed a reason to carry on rowing and so i thought oh, actually let's just get on the machine and make these roll long videos and and it gives me a reason to keep on coming back and then that got me through the injury and now it's about trying to get performance increases so i'm now training to go faster um 
and hopefully, although at the end of this 1k plan, I won't st still won't quite be where I want to be. I'm not. I'm in. I'm in no rush. Um, the, I'm doing all this high rocks training right now anyway, which is, although it involves a 1k row, it's not a maximum 1k row. I'm not going to sit there and do a eye bulging trying to hit like a 310 1k. I'm going to pace it for around about 340, 330 maybe. Um, because there's still a lot more of a high rocks event to come after you've done your your row, so uh, that's kind of where if I can if I can by the end of of this 1k plan, if I can get my 1k like a standalone 1k to kind of just under 320, um, I'd be happy because then my next my first high rocks event is at the end of January. It's now September, beginning of September, so that gives me a long time to then try and improve and get fitter for for being able to hold. Because then what I want to do is just hold that 320, 330. Um, 1k in the race but have it not destroy me so i think i'm able to do the rest of it so that's kind of where i am but do let me know what your plans are are you even training for a 1k are you just doing this just to it's another useful little plan to do um just it's just a little diversion just another reason to stay give you something else to do in the rowing machine who knows leave me some kind of a comment uh, either on the podcast or on the video um just to let me know because i'm interested to see what's going on and if, if i can be of any help at all please just ask i just help for free because well <laughs> that's the kind of guy I am so I just say because I'm dull but that's not fair um, just because I like to help so there we go uh, probably a shorter outro shorter stretching session than normal but that's okay um, it wasn't too intense today so hopefully if you need to do more stretching please just kind of continue to do it yourself uh, once this video has ended now the flies are going for me good grief right so I'm going to go uh, and stop things attacking me um, in fact yeah Autumn air. Can that be the hashtag? Hashtag autumn air. Because definitely was today, even though beginning of September, is that still... we still summer? Can't remember. Can't remember when the dates all change. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. It sort of looks like summer, but it felt like autumn with all the stuff that's flying around. So, yeah. So hashtag uh, autumn air, if um, you want to leave one. Um, and I will see you in another video. Uh, so please do check out some of the other ones, whether it's the 1K plan or anything else on this channel. Until then, in the next video, please look after yourselves. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.